field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there! So, that was a game. Um, people might tell from my tone why I'm so upbeat. I think this is perfect. I am. I, I told you before we got started, I think this is the perfect loss. <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? Yes, the ball didn't go our way. And yes, you know, the refs were horrendous. Like, that was the worst officiated game I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was, yeah. It was beyond terrible. And and, and I know we're going to get into it, but that taunting. Yeah, we will. Real quick, oh though. Oh, my gosh, yes. We'll get into it right after this. Um, The reason I say it's a perfect loss is Justin Fields looks good. I don't really care that the defense didn't look that great. Uh, we still did get a defensive touchdown, though, which I did call. I, I don't know why. I have this tuition about me where I lay down. Probably an intuition. Yeah. Yeah, not tuition. Jesus, crying. It's late here. It's late for me. I get up at four. <laughs> I like my bona fides on, like, why I'm sloppy. I get up at four, guys. No one gives a shit. All right. So... Perfect loss. I don't know how. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I I agree. You were talking about it, and I thought, oh man, you hit it right on the button. I mean, it's perfect because Justin Fields played very well. We got the loss, which we both predicted, and maybe Nagy and Pace are that much closer to being shuffled out of town. Right. Right. Um. If I do sound distracted during this podcast, it is because the first time in my life you're not wearing glasses. <laughs> I know I've said this before, but you got cataract surgery done, so now you see 2020. I, I yeah, it's it's and an it's an amazing world, man. Just just for everyone at home, the reason I bring this up is because I keep getting distracted. Hopefully, we'll get back on track, but that's why this podcast is coming out on Wednesday. But it's just weird because we look directly across from each other, and I'm just looking at you, and it's just so... I'm like, I almost want to go, can you see me? Like, can you see the gestures <laughs> I'm doing? Because I'm so used to you. My, I'm 34 years old. My whole life, you have worn glasses. I know. it. It's it's a strange feeling, but I, I tell you what... it. It's it's a magical kind of procedure. I'm glad it's done, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing real good. It's amazing what science can do. Huh? Oh, it is. Too bad some people don't believe in it. Hearn Rogers. Hearn Rogers. Hey, he was immunized, by the way. Let's talk about that real quick. On top of the perfect loss, how great is it that Jordan Love looks so bad? Oh, yeah. I mean, I am so sick and tired of going from Brett Favre 
to Rodgers that maybe they actually don't have another Hall of Fame quarterback lined up for the third consecutive time. You know what's great about that, too, Dad, is that the simple fact everyone kept going, well, he doesn't... Uh, he doesn't look too good. I mean, this he's a year and a half into the system. Like, I, yeah, he's I mean, not a rookie. If you're not if you're not looking good at this point in time, guess what? Your chances of looking good are real slim. But like, he just didn't look like there was any chemistry with the wide receivers. Nothing. And you know what? That good, good. Yeah. It's about time, Green Bay. I think I think this division's going to open up. Uh, Right at the perfect time for us when we start our new coach and new GM. Yeah, I I agree. agree so let's totally. uh, let's get to the elephant in the room because it's quite a big elephant. Usually we start at the beginning of the game and we recap all the way through and jump around. We have to jump around. We have to go to the end of the game. Oh my goodness! Cash's this was so ridiculous. Was that the Alexa? I think it was. Yeah, Alexa just went on. I don't know what we said to trigger Alexa. Wow, weird. Always listening. Yeah. Government, like this is this is on the pod. Please, you know, rate, subscribe, follow. So, Cassius, Cassius Marsh got the penalty call. I don't know how well, you can defend this. I I don't know either. I I want to give a little bit of background for those who 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 didn't see it about Cassius. Cassius was promoted from the practice squad. Young man, activated. Tell you what, had every reason to celebrate. Every reason to celebrate. Plus that roundhouse kick was sweet. Oh, it it was it was very sweet. So for those who didn't watch the game, he got an amazing helping sack of and a little background. He was on the Steelers earlier in the year. Right. They cut him. Right. We pick him up. So there there was probably a a feeling of um I've been justified. This other team picked me up. I just sacked your, your you know, Big Ben. I mean, the kid was excited. No one, you know, if you're not excited and you're not doing stuff like that, then why play football? So what he did is he does the, gets a sack, does the roundhouse kick, and then he just stares. Yeah. he. I, I don't know what part of that is taunting. You're not over the player. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're looking and I mean, We've never been, no one's ever been pissed. That's an emotional game. Here's what bothers me. This joke of an official in uh, Tony, uh, what is his last name? I Keontae. Something like that. I think it's Keontae. Okay. Tony Keontae. I'm saying that wrong. It's with a C. Tony Conte. I think that's it. Tony Conte. Whatever. We'll call him Tony. Because <laughs> I mean, that's his first name. The way he sat there. With the flag on his hip, and then he hip checks him. He the ref purposely throws his back, his hip into Cassius as he walks away, and then, and everyone's been saying this, so I'm not stealing it. It's just spot on. He throws the flag and holds his hand like as if Steph Curry hit a three. I know. It was ridiculous. With so much pride. And then the NFL backs him. Today, the NFL came out with a statement and backed him. Tony Corrente, I said it right there. Tony Corrente should not only never, I mean, he should have to serve at least a season. I'm not saying, you know, kick him out of the league, but like, 
guess what? Now you're a sideline judge. Yeah. I mean, seriously, for, like you have to go to the sideline for a year. There, the problem is with gambling legal now. Now you're getting the people to say, "Hey, you know, this is the, the this this I, is a part of the game. You're fit. This is fixed." I, you know what? I'm telling you, you know me, Tyler, and you know me well. I'm like the least paranoid person you could ever meet. But I was beginning to thoughts were going through my mind as I was watching the officiating of that game. If I didn't know better, I would say those refs had money on. On, on the Steelers. Now, the, that that's what people say who don't understand gambling. Um, okay, well, I, that, I, then I'll, I'll admit that I don't understand gambling. No, and I just, I feel like normally, like, I have another podcast where I do gambling and I, I give out predictions and stuff. That's neither here nor there. Betting with the boys, please follow. No, my, the thing with the, the gambling is they were a six-point favorite, the Steelers. Okay, so the... You know, the the game ended in what? What was it? 27 to 29? Three, it was two points. Two points. I mean, it doesn't affect. Like, let's say someone's like, well, what if they had the Steelers' money line? And the only way that affects is if they had them in a parlay. I'm not going to explain gambling terms, but let me just put it like this. There was no money to be made on the Steelers that game if you just bet the Steelers money line, and money line means to win the game. So I want to throw that out the window. I don't think it has anything to do with gambling. I've heard it a million times. People come to me, will you gamble, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I do, responsibly, but yes, I do. And guess what? Has nothing to do with it, people. He didn't throw the point spread. Now, if he would have put Pittsburgh in position. Let's say Pittsburgh was at six. He puts them in position to kick a field goal, and then they win by, they cover six, which means they win by six or more. Then my head's going red flag. That's not the case here. So I just wanted to get out in front of that and drop that right away. Let's go back to it real quick. If a player does that to a ref, just like Cassius said, in his press conference, I mean, there's fines, there's this, there's that. He literally looks over his shoulder, watches him, and then sticks his butt out. It was like something off a Key and peel sketch. <laughs> was it not? It was. It it was almost surreal. I I literally took a double take like, did that just happen? Did I really see that? I rewound things to look at it again because I was like, did I really see that? So I couldn't rewind it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to blow up on social media. I was like, did I just see that right? So I sat up and then they replayed it. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is that? I know it, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Plus, if you watch the whole game, the officiating was just piss poor. So it was. I mean, you know, Justin Fields got a few call or didn't get some calls. Oh, um, man. One time. A guy literally took two or three steps after Fields had thrown the ball. The defense took two or three steps and tackled Fields very hard. Saw that. Um, almost looked helmet to helmet. But I'm like, I can't believe there's no flag. I mean, this year they've been calling everything, and you allow a guy to take two or three steps mm-hmm. on the quarterback after the ball's out? What's going on? That's why I think people thought something was fixed because they were so blatant like that. The taunting call, that call, so blatant. 
Yeah, but, you know, I stated my case, so I won't go on about that. It just, I mean, uh, defense didn't look very great. Uh, special teams are the, actually the ones that came up with the uh, touchdown Yeah, uh, on defensive special hey, teams. Hey, what, what is it with Quinn? You're an 11-year rookie, and you three different times, two or three different times? 11-year veteran? 11-year rookie. Did I say rookie? Yeah, I was 11- like, whoa, that's a record. <laughs> And he also spent 11 years. No, no. Um, I couldn't believe he had his hand or his head in the neutral zone, what, two or three different times and was called for it. I mean, that's that's an issue of literally looking where the point of the ball is and making sure you're behind it. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a veteran do that? I mean, Quinn, I'm not calling you out, but what I am saying is, boy, that's playing pretty lax i mean that you're not paying attention to what's going on well that's the first thing they teach you and, and when you first ever start playing here's the ball this is the line of scrimmage you look at the ball and make sure you're not over the ball yeah it's the very first thing they teach you yeah. so uh some negatives also in the game i don't like i don't get what we do uh, the first play of each game now we come out. Now, we used to do this all the time, and we've harped on it multiple times, but now it's getting to the point where it's some kind of like Broadway freak show. Like, <laughs> What I mean is we come out on the very first play of the game, and we do all this motion and shifting, and then we never do it again. You know what I mean? What is that? I have no idea. Are they just doing a play for themselves? Like... Well, it's it's almost always a run too. And, and the thing is, I've said this before. It, Bill Lazor, sorry, dude. Guess what? The ship's going down. No one's saving you either. You're horrible too. That whole coaching staff is going to get wiped out. That's why, at the end of the day, I am pleased as punch about the 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 result. What has happened? Uh, for sure, we're going to get beat at the game we're going to. But you know, could be one of the last times we go to Soldier Field. You know, because. But as soon as they announce what year they're moving, tickets are going to be through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's a whole nother thing. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, let's stick to the game. The bright side, man, is, dude, Justin Fields looks good. Oh, didn't he? I mean, you know, he had a very pretty throw to – that was a 50-yarder to – um uh, why am I blocking on his name? Uh, wide receiver we got from San Francisco. Good um, one. Good one. Yes. Thank you, Tyler. Um, that 50-yarder was good. He had a couple really nice throws to commit. Um, Let's talk about that one that no one seems to be talking about that I was like, oh, shit, that's a hard throw. So he's rolling out to his left, and he throws mid-run to hit Cole commit on the sideline on the numbers. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a that was also a very very pretty throw. So, you know, he's looking better and better. Well, then he hits Mooney on that touchdown. Oh, That's just almost the same play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's you see the growth in him. He's making decisions quicker. That's another growth area that I saw. Much quicker decision making. He he either looks, plants his foot and throws or looks, plants his foot and runs. And so that was that was a for for me, um 
that was good. I, I think he's continuing to look downfield even when he's scrambling. I love that. That That's always a, a good sign. And the interception was just unlucky. Oh, it was. I mean, how many times does that happen? You maybe I mean, that well, once. that was only Hayward's. Yeah. Second interception in his, in his career. career, right? Sorry, I caught. Yeah, I started yawning mid sentence. But, but you, you maybe see one or two of those the entire NFL season, right? Yeah, so it's just you know out of thousands and thousands of throws, it's it's very very rare. So that wasn't on that was not on him at all. Um, you know, I, I I don't know what we're doing with Montgomery, quite honestly, in in terms of the offense. Let's talk um, about this. I'm not a fan. I don't see – I feel like people that watch Bears games, they watch one game, they're like, this kid's good. He's not. I'm ready to say it again. I, 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 he doesn't impress me. I think Khalil looks much better oh, as man. a runner. Much, much better as a runner. And and also, also, what kind of games is Nagy playing? I mean, we've got a bye this week. Why don't you just leave Montgomery out for another week? You know, we don't ever let people really totally heal up because Khalil Mack's, I mean, Khalil Mack, Khalil's been tearing it up. I mean, he got over 100 yards against Tampa Bay. No one else has done that. Yeah, and guess what? He only got four carries in the whole game. I know. I know. So to me, it's just like, okay, Nagy, do you not see with the same eyes other people are seeing that you're... Um, number one is actually your number two, and your number two is your number one. But for some reason, he can't see that. And I think it's extremely apparent. Yeah, I think, too, like, yeah, Montgomery got the ball 13 times, went for 63 yards, average 4.8. David Montgomery is just not as good, in my opinion. I don't see what... I'm struggling to see what everyone else is trying to show me. I really, really am. I don't quite get it. I'm with you completely on the bye week. I don't understand that move at all. I, yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. Most coaches would say, you know what? You're banged up. Just hang out this week, and we're going to bring yeah. you back after the bye. Just for, yeah, exactly. It makes, it makes so much sense. I mean... And we do the same thing with Akeem Hicks. He comes in. Yep. He plays a couple plays. Then you, what do you do? You see him limping off. He had a big ice pack on his ankle um, the other night and, and didn't come back in. So I get it. Guys get injured. That's not always the coach's fault. But you know what? It is the coach's fault when you when you move people too quickly back to play out of desperation. And I feel sometimes... He, they either do that out of desperation or they do it out of ignorance. I'm not sure which. Maybe I'll go with ignorance this time. Yeah, I um Yeah, I'm with you. Uh I I sorry, I kind of drifted off into thought and uh I'd like to bring it up. We were talking about running backs and like, you know, we're talking about who to play, who to start, who, you know, I almost there for a minute totally forgot about uh Cohen. Yeah. Tariq Cohen. Is he getting lost in the shuffle in all this? Who even knows what his status is? I mean, they keep his status more secret than the CIA keeps certain state secrets. I mean, 
when's the last time anyone's ever mentioned what his current status is? I, I, I and I'm very confused by that. I am Just too. Very, very confused. I mean, here was a guy that you know wasn't that many years ago was an explosive weapon for Chicago. People actually had to play us differently when he was in the game. It's just he's gone. He's just disappeared. Yeah, I don't think it's his fault though. Uh, no, he, he no, got, he got injured, and it's it's. I I'm with you though. Very confused, man. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Man, I don't know what you do. Do you get rid of him? Do you keep him? I mean, I guess you have to keep him unless you trade him because we just signed him before he got hurt. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, with Justin Fields, though, I like how he's being more decisive out on the run. I like how the only thing I don't like is I, I continue to say this. I'm not a fan of these bootlegs. Okay, uh, on the broadcast they said it was on him why uh, T.J. Watt just was open and. Uh, I don't know about you, Dad, but I would like someone to explain that to me. I don't get it at all, Ty. I'd like someone to explain it to me. Because Bill Lazor said to the the uh, Steve Levy and whoever, the, uh, Riddick and um, Greasy in the booth, he sat down and he said, we always have to have eyes and know where number 90 is at all times. Obviously, Say you did. Obvi- yeah, that's what they said. Obviously, you didn't. That doesn't. I don't get it. I, I'm. I'm just the the puzzled look you see on my face is just what it is. It's, well, and then Riddick said during the thing, Riddick said, you know, he goes, ah, that's on the young quarterback. He's got to make sure he calls out the. I'm like, I'm sorry, Theo Riddick, but no. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you designing a bootleg where the best player on defense is not accounted for? Yeah. I- that's the craziest bootleg I've and ever seen in my life. And when has the quarterback called out coverages on non-blitzing players? Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, when someone lines up as a defensive end, I don't think you got to go, hey, by the way, get him. He's the best player. Excuse me. You, on the end, get him. He's the best player. I thought that was kind of like the center's job. Yeah. So another thing I'd like to talk about is I'm glad Justin Fields gets down. I don't want to run this guy into the ground. We all saw what happened to Cam Newton, you know, and I kind of like the approach of get down, slide, stay safe. But, man, I do not like the amount of hits that he's taken. I don't either. It's it's brutal. I, I was a little worried. He took he took a pretty good whack um, on one of those hits against Pittsburgh, and I was a little concerned about if he was going to be get up and do okay, but he, he did great. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about later down the road. Because if oh. this guy is our guy, that's going to catch up. You can't play like that. Even if you're a big guy, you can't play like that. We saw it on the other side of the ball. Yeah. yeah big no Ben doubt. played like that for years, and he was huge. Look at Cam Newton. Yeah. Like, this is where coaches don't care about their players. I'll say it. I, I mean, I believe maybe some coaches do, but I mean... Uh, Mike Tomlin is not a coach that cares about his players. And, you know, he might, if you ever heard that, might yell at me, but I'll be like, Le'Veon Bell. That's all I'll say to him. Le'Veon Bell. You ran him into the ground. You kept franchise tagging him. You ran him till the tires were, you know, raw. And then, then, then he's done. 
you know, and with Big Ben. There has to be a point, a coach, where they're like, I get that people can say, well, Big Ben's is trying to be Big Ben. Well, no, because there comes a point where you got to take care of your body and you can't take the hits. I would prefer Justin Fields to maybe start if, like, the guy's just right on him. Just do what Tom Brady does. I know you're young and you run a 4-4, but let's have some longevity because no one's going to remember the play that you escaped unless it's, like, what he did on that fourth and two. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do, like, what? remember, okay, perfect example real quick. Remember Marvin Harrison? When I was younger, I could not wrap my head around what he was doing. I was like, why is this guy catch the ball and just drop down? He doesn't fight for yards. But he did when it was for a first. He did when it would matter. And look at the longevity he had in his entire career. So I, I would like to see that more out of Justin Fields. Oh, I think that's a great point because you, you, you do have to protect your quarterback and you have to make smart decisions. I don't mind if it's a critical game and he's going for first down. Maybe maybe you take a hit doing that. But you, that's a planned no it's not really planned, but that's something that's a, a judgment call by that particular quarterback in terms of how big a game is it? If it's a playoff game, yeah. Yeah, you do it. If it's a regular game, maybe you don't do it a whole lot. But I'm with you. I think you have to protect that guy. You've got a big investment in him, and you don't want that investment to go away in two to three years because if he truly is a franchise quarterback, you you got to have you got to hang on to those guys for a while. Yeah, and another point I would like to bring up is the reason this all ties into why he's getting hit so much. Our offensive line now for the duration of. Pretty much the entire duration of Ryan Pace's career has not been addressed. Uh, he continues to not know how to draft. And, and I'm not going to keep harping down this. We've been down this. So that's why to all the fans that, that might sit here and hear me in the beginning go, the perfect loss, what is wrong with you? You're not a fan? No, I am a fan. I don't want to see my young quarterback get killed by by the stupidity of our front office. Look at the difference when Justin Fields has time. He can tear it up. Yeah. Most of the time, he's been under pressure this year. He is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And he hasn't even started all the games. Yeah. The most sacked people? Well, I mean, he didn't start week one. Yeah. So he started week two. He started week two, but still, he holds the number one position there, which you don't want. What I love about this young quarterback is, and I'm going to be completely honest here, I I could be wrong, but man, maybe he has a hell of a poker face. I don't feel like he gets frustrated. I don't feel like, you know, okay, perfect example. The, the One of the things is don't start the rookie because it'll shake his confidence and he'll never be back to normal. Like, stop. That's not a thing. I know, uh, and you'll hear a lot of the old school players and old school people go, yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. And Peyton's talked about this. You know, he he's he said, you know, if you don't have confidence, then, you yeah, know. You're in the wrong profession. You're, yeah, you're in the that, wrong. That ship's already sailed, exactly. buddy. Exactly. And I like with Fields is, man, he'll make a bad play and he, he just, he'll come out and he'll forget about it. 
But the difference is because Cutler would do that too, but Cutler would hold grudges. I'll never forget that DeAndre Hall game where Hall intercepted, intercepted, intercepted him four times because Cutler didn't care that he threw the interception. He cared that he he's like, I'll get one by you. I'll get one by you. The reason I bring that up with Fields, man, he just comes out and plays. Yeah, I you, you get the sense that he goes through his progressions right. is what I mean. Yeah, like He'll go absolutely. through all the progressions. I, I was just about to say that. He not only goes through his progressions, but he's doing it quicker and quicker each and every time. Have you noticed that? Also, have you noticed, speaking of that, well, he, he gets up and goes now. Yeah. Remember I said, hey, man, this ain't college. You can't lollygag around that corner. And now... He is making up. I know he wants to be a thrower, but he knows he doesn't have the line to do it. And you know what's going to help him though? When he learn, when he, now that he's just taking off, there's going to be times now where I almost want to tell him, "Hey, man, don't tuck the ball down right away," because what's going to happen is they're going to see on game film that you tuck and go. They're going to push up, and then you can just do a little five yard dunk that could go, you know, fifty yards down the field. Yeah. The next future coach is out there for the Bears, and the number one priority you should have on your list if you get hired as that coach is you get that offensive line protecting your franchise quarterback. Number one job. You would think that others would figure that out, but you not have so every, far, You so have good. everything else except a secondary. Look, our secondary is bad on the defensive side. Valdor is horrible. Oh, my gosh. You know, here's the thing. That young man cannot come off a block. I watched him over and over again, and as they're blocking him, he can't shed a block. And and that's kind of understandable, right, for a CB. Like, right, okay, we'll give him that benefit of the doubt. Here's who I'm not going to give the benefit of the doubt. Again, we go back to Ryan Pace. We want to cut cap room. We let go of Kyle Fuller. Terrible mistake. Just a terrible, terrible mistake. Why we continue to get players who can't perform. You know, we get Buster Screen, he gets picked on. Now we get Valdor, he gets picked on. Have you noticed that a lot of people do not go Jalen Johnson's way? Yeah, exactly. The kid can play. He, he absolutely can. It, it, and, and, you know, here's the deal. Watch watch them look. The, when the quarterback's looking for where that weakest chain in the link is, and he's looking every single time, you know that that's a part of their game plan. You know that they know he cannot cover. And, you know, I know cornerbacks can't come off blocks, but Ty, I watched, rewatched some of that game. But Well, he can't cover either. He, yeah, well, he can't cover, but he, 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 he couldn't even come off a single block. I mean, once he's blocked, he's out of the picture entirely. He can't grab an arm, a leg, nothing. Uh, it's it's bad. It's really bad. But other than that, you know, people got on our defense, and quite honestly, our defense didn't have the greatest game. But man, I want to speak to the fact that we 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 really held them down. There are a couple times that it was third and and short and and fourth and short. And and that defense came up big time. So, yeah, did we give up some big plays? We did. Did we have some bonehead um, penalties on us? Yeah, that happened too. 
But boy, they they did come up in a, in, in a couple. I mean, taking the ball and and scoring the TD and knocking the way they did that, knocking that out. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah. I again, I can't stress this enough. Like we know what our secondary is. We know what our defense is. It's not good. It's good. It's not great. Is what I wanted to say because it is good. Uh, we, we we have certain players. We'll probably lose. There probably need to be some rebuilding there. But honestly, like I think it's time to you know focus on offense more. Uh, it's just offensive line, really. Uh, well, we're gonna have to get some receivers too. We'll see who comes up in free agency. You know, I'm a you know I'm a firm believer we can mix and match a little bit and see what happens there, and 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 we'll be all right. But um, again, I can't. I can't say this enough. It's just, it's a perfect storm. It's what I said in the beginning of the year. Like, oh, if we could lose, but Fields looks good, you know. And that, that that's exactly what happened because I don't want to keep putting up with the same stuff over and over and over again. I don't want to do the same podcast with you over and over again. I don't want us <laughs> yeah. to lose listeners because we're doing the same shit over and over again. I I, I like this game. I, I, I like the outcome. I absolutely, you know... A lot of people are criticizing Justin Fields. Like, you know, remember they were jumping down his throat. I think it's crazy how fast people react to stuff. Like, we're not even a season into this young man's career. We're not on any of the quarterbacks. We talked about this last time. And isn't it funny how winning changes? Oh, yeah. Like, look at Trevor Lawrence. They've won a couple games. They're like, actually, this kid's pretty good. No fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a fickle sport. It, you know, that's why they've always called it the not for long league because are the no fun league. Are the no fun league as which, it's turning into. Yeah. Let's uh, let let's talk just real quick. These these taunting penalties have to change, right? Because they do. It, it's why taken did, away the, it's taken away the the excitement of the game. Okay, but why is the quarterback so protected from it? Josh oh, yeah. Allen, literally, the the ref is in his face. He is waving bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. What the hell is that? Oh, yeah. How about Aaron Rodgers yelling to the crowd and to the players, we own you? You know, he said, I've owned you, and I've, I've owned, owned you my whole life. fucking life. That's okay, what, no, he, that's... see, everyone keeps saying that, that he said, I owned you my whole life. No, no, no. Let's not forget. He said, I've owned you my whole fucking life. Yeah. So... These guys that get a, me off. these guys get a pass. So I guess once again, everyone knows the quarterback is the the big position, the star position. In the yeah, NFL. but when the, but it's they, taunting. It's not like yeah. he's going to get hurt from a fucking taunt. I know that, but that's what I mean. It's that kind of favoritism that the quarterbacks are getting that just really makes it the not for fun league. Why can't people taunt in the field of play? I think it's I think it should be allowed. Now, there is certain taunting that I don't think should be allowed, um, but it's few and far between. I don't think you should be able to tackle a player and then stand over him and look down at him. I don't like that. I mean, you made the play. You know, I think celebrate off to the yeah. side. I don't have a problem with celebrating, but don't stand over top of the opponent and that and the throat slashing, I get none of that. Yeah, but everything else, I'm good with. I am too. I I I think it makes the game exciting because it allows the players to really celebrate and celebrate spontaneously, which is really why you like football, right? Yeah, that's another thing. Like the taunting rule is so subjective 
to each individual. Like, it's okay for the defense to, you know, get an interception and run the ball all the way to the end zone and have all the players come off the bench to celebrate with them and take pictures, but you can't stare at a sideline? Yeah. That seems a little unbalanced to me. So, like, what what should we do? Like, the ref should come out before every game and just be like, ladies and gentlemen... This is what I have a pet peeve against. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I, I'm gonna announce, time. I'm going to announce my five biggest pet peeves. If you stay away from these, you will be okay in this upcoming ball game. Thank you for your time. I mean, it's crazy. I, I don't think Tony Corrente is going to be in another. I don't think he's coach. I, I don't think he's ref in the Super Bowl. I think he just lost that automatically. I mean, yeah, I, I think anyone that saw that game would would agree with you. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I don't know what else really to say. I know we're we're running short here, so we're gonna keep coming up with some stuff. I I don't want to drag it on if it's not going anywhere. But you know, as far as the game, I think that wraps it up. I I think it does. It it was a good game. I think we, I think the um, Justin Fields, like we said, made some some wonderful strides. Our defense, I don't think it looked as bad as what some of the people in the media were were insinuating. I, I think we had a couple good stops. The um, only the only problem is again, you know, we only score you know twenty points, right? Yeah, twenty points offensively. Yeah, and and for a while there, we were stuck at three for quite some time which we've had a we've had a problem we we, we I, I would we like can't, to see we we can't start you know and they say good teams finish we can't start or yeah. finish yeah we we have a real problem just getting you know a few points on the board you know the best way to explain our offense and it's just like someone gets in their car and it's having a charge time starting and they're like, come on, baby, come on, baby. And then it starts. They're like, all right, I'll meet you there. And then they call you halfway through and they're like, yeah, I didn't get there. <laughs> That's how our offense is. You know, we, we stall out early. We cannot finish a game. Uh, I don't under. Can we talk about the field goal late in the game? 65 yarder. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you know if your kicker doesn't have that leg and let go for a Hail Mary? That's a weird coaching decision. No one's really talking about this, but I don't understand. Like, your kicker knows his range because let me tell you, that kick looks very, very good from the back camera and very, very bad on the sideline camera. <laughs> it did. I, In fact, when they first showed the kick, I thought it may have hit the the bar. Well, um, well, the announcer said it hit, the, he goes, it, "Oh, it, it doinked." It, it, it kind of it, it, it kind of looked that way. You uh, could tell uh, though it, he was watching from the monitor and yeah, not from right, real life. Right, right. And and then when you saw it in the other direction, it was like, "Ooh, man, that that didn't even come close." Now I don't know what decision went into that. Obviously, if we would have gotten an extra ten yards, this would have been game over. We would have we would have won. But um, we needed another ten yards for that to clear, and uh, I, but again, I will. I want to try to understand Nagy's brain, but I'm scared to go inside there. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Hey, let's um, let's switch this podcast up. All right, 
I, w- I want to talk about different stuff, like stuff to do like with the game and the aspects of the game. And um, what I mean by that is broadcast, right? So if we get the, if you go and you get the game pass on online, the all 22 where you get, you can watch the game in 45 minutes. You get all the home announcers calls the home broadcast or the away you can choose or you can do the national broadcast and you get to choose all the camera angles and stuff. Why can't we do that in game? Now, let me explain in formula one and in all other programs, you can switch that stuff around. You can view a certain driver. You can listen in on that driver's radio the whole time. It's, it's not hard to do. Why can't as a fan, we switch around on the cameras. Now, oh, I love that idea. Now, I guess I can hear I can hear some people going, "Well, what if the camera is, you know, he's taking a break or he's not looking at something that, you know, should be looked at or whatever or blah blah blah." Then switch the camera off and just make it unavailable when you're scrolling through. But I would like to see sometimes I would like to switch the camera to the back. I would like to see what Fields has seen. I would also like to not hear, you know, the national broadcast announcers. And if people go, well, the reason they have to do that is because they bought the rights. Let me make something very clear. They bought the rights to the game. They did not buy the rights to the announcers. No one gives a flying fuck who's announcing the game. (laughs) Who's announcing the game, do they? You're going to tune in for the game. I personally would also like to hear more of the talk on the field. I don't know if there's a way from technology no, They'll never allow that because there is a way, but they'll never allow but, it because but, they don't but, want you to hear what they're saying. I, I know, but I think that would be incredibly interesting to be able to hear the actual talk that's going on the field would be awesome. Yeah, that'll never happen. Um, you know, an, an, another thing that I don't like that... I just think we have such old school, like, the older I get, the more I realize how dumb certain things are. Like, we don't show streakers, but everyone has a camera and you see it anyway. And I heard the argument for that is because they'll get free advertising. Like, they don't want to give away free advertising if the person's wearing something or holding something up. I'm like, well, guess what? They get it anyway. It's called the internet. (laughs) Yeah. I, I heard that they just don't want to encourage it. So no, they, that's I, a they, that's a myth. They, that's no. Is that the legi- myth? I'm legit telling you, it's for average. What the hell is? I don't know. What's going Alexa, on? Alexa, off. How long have we done this podcast and she's never piped up? I don't know. We've I, done it in the same room for years. I don't think she's ever come on, and now she's coming on like crazy. I don't know. No, that's the thing, though. They don't want to give away free advertising. That's really the thing. Because I, I always thought it was for the reason I mentioned that yeah, they but just everyone, didn't want to encourage it. Encourage it? What the fuck? Everyone has a phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to watch it at a hundred different angles. Everyone's going to go, oh, streaker! Everyone has their phone out for that. So, it's, it's not, that's not a thing. Yeah. I, I just I feel like we need to spice the NFL up more. I feel like, and that's a good way to do it because 
Why not? Why why do we have to watch the camera that you're giving us, especially with the way technology is? Why can't I pick the camera that I want to watch? Yeah, I I love that idea. It wouldn't be hard. No, no. So basically, it, it would almost be kind of neat if you could watch several cameras at once, too. I don't think I'd like that. I just want one camera shot. Just one? Mm-hmm. Just one. Well, okay, here's a good one. At least give us the sky cam, right? What the fuck is that thing even used for? We never get to see it. Why can't we be on the sky cam? Now, here's some downside, right? If you're on the sky cam, you're not going to get to see the celebration. You know, you're not going to get a zoom in and all that. But, man, it would be nice to watch plays from behind the quarterback and be like, oh, because when you go to a game, you can go, oh, oh, he's open. He's open. He's open. Like, you can see stuff. That you can't see on TV. So, you know, you're not holding your breath as much when you're like, <gasps> you know, when he throws a deep ball, you're not like, <gasps> where is it? Is anyone open? It's yeah. not like, because that's like, have you ever noticed like in Kansas City or somewhere, they'll just throw the ball deep and then oh. they'll be like, that you'll hear the roar of the fans before yep. anything. It's because they can see that Tyreek Hill's wide open. Right, right. They know where it's going way before we do. Yeah, so I think that'd be a huge step up, honestly. I think we just need to change the game, honestly. I don't understand why we don't. I I think people just, dude, everyone's like, hey, this is how it has to be. We can't do anything new, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it, I don't like it. So, I, uh, Roger, Goodell, if you're listening, these are some very good ideas. Man, he's a fucking stick in the mud, too. He ain't gonna do shit. You think he's really, I mean, he, he doesn't want Barstool to have anything to do with him. He doesn't want anything to do with Young and Hit, man. Well, that's too bad. So, All right. So where are we at? I don't know. You thought it sounded like you had something to say, but now no. it sounds like you want to get out of here. <laughs> well, I, I think we about covered it unless you've got got something else. Well, the bye week's coming up, so we'll probably do an episode... Just about, I don't know, the other team, the division opponents. If anyone wants to call in, let us know. We'll probably get that one out by Saturday. I'd rather do it earlier rather than later. Yep. I don't really want to wait for all the games. I agree. Eh, we might. I don't know. It just depends. Stay tuned, folks. Probably do it next week. I don't I don't know if I want to do it Saturday now. We'll just play it by year and all that good stuff. Let's talk about... Uh, Let's talk about where we stand in the division. This division's pretty much shit as is. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are on top of the NFC North. There's no catching them. And uh, where do you feel we end up in the end of all this? I think, um, you know, I would have I would have said a solid third. But if Justin Fields continues to play like this, we actually may end up winning a few more games than I originally thought. Disagree. I think solid third. Think a solid third? No way. I mean, dude, we're look. The point is, we're playing. He's playing good, but we're still only scoring like twenty points. That's not enough to win in the national. You can't put up twenty. You can't average twenty points and have the last ranked offense in the league and go, hey, third. Yeah. We might get second. Nah, dude. Like, let's look we're real ju- quick. We're just lucky we have Detroit in, in our division. Thank Are you, we? That's only that's only two wins, and it might not even be a win. I don't know. 
I think I think it's one of those things that if if Fields really can rise above what we've been doing, and you know, if he if he can score an extra fourteen points a game from here on out, well, yeah, then then there's a potential of of having a little bit better record than what you and I thought. But you really have think to be, that's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. You it's, know, stop that, dude. Come on. You know. I'm, try, I'm trying to be hopeful, Ty. There is no hope. We're, what week are we in? I mean, seriously, we're in week, what, 10? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. And you want hope? Already. You want hope? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here with your hope. Vi- uh, with the Vikings play the Chargers, then they go Packers, Niners, Lions, Steelers, Bears, Rams, Packers, Vi- uh, Packers Bears. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a tough race for third or second. Yeah, I think it's going to be not second tough. in the division, second in the conference, or yeah. not second in the conference, second in the division. Right. Switch that up. I don't see it, man. I really don't. Yeah, more I think about it, I'm. I I, I don't know how you're that optimistic. I think you're never going to score with Matt Nagy's offense. He doesn't know how to put points on the board, and it is his offense. He doesn't know how to scheme guys open. He doesn't know what he's doing at all. We need to have Justin Fields be the guy that we think he can be, but it's hard to do when you get down the red zone and you just call slop. Yeah. Yeah. Our run play. We're very good at that. Yeah. You are. I'm trying so hard to push for 10 more minutes and you are not helping at all <laughs> I, i'm sorry you man look exhausted I, I am exhausted i my tank is about run dry that's fine on that note we're gonna get out of here i mean are you gonna fall asleep right now yeah i probably i probably could i mean i'm looking over yeah. at you and you're just about ready to crash uh real quick though uh shout out i was talking i was dming with curtis and uh, he informed me that uh, December 17th is his last day in uniform as a soldier. So, Curtis, thank you so much for your service, man. Yeah, we, amen, brother. We do appreciate it. We're glad you're a listener. Uh, we're even glad, more glad that you're a soldier and you're fighting for this country. So I appreciate. we appreciate everything you do and your brothers and your sisters yes. do, man. Thank you. Thank you for your service. And uh, that's a big accomplishment, dude. So it is. Enjoy. Yeah. Curtis is a good man. Good yeah. family. He's been busy lately. He yeah. said he's been busy a lot at the hospital, so I can only imagine. So keep it up, man. Hopefully we can entertain you somewhat. Hopefully we can entertain everyone somewhat. <laughs> I mean, it, we're trying to make... We're trying to make this the best we can, people, with the circumstance we're in. But you know what? We're all in it together. Like I've said many times, misery loves company. And we love each other's company right now. That being said, that's all for this week. Remember, it's always a good time when you... Bear down.